Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Jules Verne wrote his classic fantasy, From the Earth to the Moon, in 1865. It was the era of the horse and buggy, and Verne's readers agreed space travel must be surely the ultimate trip. Today, however, we are told that the space shuttle will make orbital flight as commonplace as a bus ride or the commuter express. And yet, we still look to the stars for a glimpse of the unusual, the mysterious, the otherworldly. Luna from Argon, come on. Your act has gone on long enough. I'm placing you under arrest. I'm sorry, but I cannot allow that. Into the airlock, lady. I warn you, Captain, you are for... Now, you just keep your hands at your side. A mind lock does not require contact. Ah, ah, my head, she's inside my... Ah. Our mystery drama, The Last Orbit, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Douglas Dempsey and stars Larry Haynes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. An astronaut, like an athlete, is doomed to a short career. Then he's put out the pasture. Former astronauts do, of course, have job opportunities. Corporate executive, TV personality, even congressman. But the transition is hard. Once adventure has been tasted, a crash diet of daily routine can starve the spirits, even kill a man. Tonight, we join Commander Emmett Rockwell in the not-too-distant future. A senior astronaut and about to retire, he's attending a farewell party and pondering exactly how to make his exit. Not just from the party, but from his career. Wally, how long do you think this wake is going to last? It's up to you, Emmett. The party's in your honor. Uh, I think people would get tired looking at my ugly mug. Face it. It's not every day America's biggest space hero retires. All right, don't rub it in. Something uh, bothering you, Emmett? Yeah, just one question, Wally. If a hero retires, does he stay a hero or does he revert to ordinary mortal? Hey, don't be so gloomy. At least be happy for me. After our flight tomorrow, I'll be a full commander. And you'll be able to do whatever you want. Uh-huh. And that's uh, just it. What? Look, you're tired. Now, we got a big day tomorrow. I'll find uh, Murray and speed this thing up. Now, you, you get your speech ready. Spe- speech? Oh, gee, I forgot all about I'll that. I'll be back in a minute. Speech, speech. I should have made some notes. Talking to yourself, Commander? What? Good evening, Emmett. Oh, it's you, the mystery woman. I've caught your eyes staring my way four or five times tonight. Don't you know me, Emmett? No, I don't think so. You with the space agency? No. The press? Is somebody's wife? None of the above. I thought you might remember my face. Well, if I'd seen you before, I'd remember. So who are you? An old friend. I've come to collect. 
on a promise. A promise? That's right. We made a deal, Emmett, a long time ago. Hey, who are you? Where's your ID badge? ID? Well, how'd you get past security? I come and go as I please. Hey, Emmett. Yeah, just a minute. That's my co-pilot. We'll talk again later. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. All right, it's all set, Emmett. Now, Murray gives his little intro, and then you're on. Where'd she go? Well, who? I, I didn't see anyone. Beautiful, but strange. Insists I've made some kind of a promise to it. <laughs> Probably one of your fans. They're always a little melodramatic. Now, get yourself together. You're on next. What? Oh, yeah, right. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event of the evening. At my right sits America's finest, most famous, and oldest astronaut. All right, go easy, Murray. <laughs> After he pilots tomorrow's space shuttle mission, he'll be retiring from active duty... So, let's give him a big send-off, Commander Emmett Rockwell. Please, please, I am not the hero you make me out to be. My job is simple, really. I'm uh, just a capsule jockey. Well, think about it. The tech crew builds them, the ground crew flies them, all I do is ride them. It's you people that make me look good. It's me, Emmett. I'm the one who makes you look good. What? Emmett? Uh, something wrong? <sighs> no, I... I, uh, I was saying what a great support crew you've been. Uh, you're the real heroes. Thank you all. That was a perfect little speech, Emmett. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're a great group. Hey, you look beat. Uh, what do you say we head back to quarters and get a nice, long pre-flight sleep? Oh, you go ahead, Wally. Uh, I'm going to hang around a bit. Well, you were in a big rush. Now you want to mingle? No, no, not exactly. Uh, I'd like to find that redhead. Oh, I get it. Available former astronaut bachelor in need of companion. Come on. Okay, okay. Uh, just don't forget to show up in the morning. Yeah, I'll be there. I think it's time we talked about our deal, Commander. Oh, you... Now, look, I want some answers this time. Who are you? An old acquaintance. Maybe this will help you remember. Hey, what are you doing? Just touching your temples. Well, quit that. Don't be embarrassed. No one is watching. Relax. Let go. Yeah, but I... This will put you in touch with your deepest buried memories. Your fingertips... Vibrating. Energy is flowing between us. What do you feel? I'm being pulled toward you. Like a magnet. I feel a connection between us. Like our minds are locked together. I, I had this feeling before on my first mission. Good. You do remember. That's enough. Hey, that's some trick. It's no trick. Now, we have an arrangement, Commander Rockwell, and it will become effective after tomorrow. Tomorrow? I'll be in orbit in space. Of course. I will watch over your mission. Then you will keep your part of our bargain. Watch over my mission? What are you trying to feed me? You are my guardian angel? 
guardian. Hmm, you could say that. But I'm no angel. Wait a minute. Hey, come back here. Uh, excuse me, uh, did you see a tall redhead rush out of here? She was wearing a tight green jumpsuit. No one has gone out, sir. Are you positive? I didn't see anyone. You all right, Commander? It's happening. After all these years, it's starting again. Morning, Emmett. Hey, Wally. How's breakfast? Well, I get so hungry right before liftoff, I'll eat anything, even this stuff. <laughs> you all psyched up for the flight? Well, I didn't sleep much last night. Oh? What's bugging you? Nothing, nothing, really. I'm, uh, I'm just anxious. A veteran like you? Come on, you don't get the jitters. No, 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 it's not that. Well, what is it? It's her, that redhead. Redhead? Yeah. Oh, from the party. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to her again after you left. She did a whole number. I... She was telling me I made some kind of a deal with her, and now my time is up. She's, uh, come to collect. It's a real prophet of doom bit. Emmett, you keep fretting over your retirement, you'll end up permanently retired. Stress can kill, you know. Oh, cause a breakdown, hallucinations? That too, sure. Why? Look, no one saw that redhead except me. You think you imagined? Well, something like this did happen before. I, uh... I had a kind of a vision. It's not in your record. Well, I never reported it. It happened 18 years ago during my first space flight. Oh, well, there you go. That, that, that makes sense. First flight jitters, last flight jitters. It's the same reaction. You think so? Huh? Sure. Just fight it off. By the time we get to the launch pad, you'll be fine. Yeah, I hope you're right. There she is. Space Shuttle Lexington. One more time, Emmett. Yep. I've sure logged a lot of miles in that, baby. Good morning. Welcome to Launch Tower 5. Hey, what is this? The mission controller in person at the launch site? <laughs> Just wanted to see you off, Emmett. Well, for Pete's sake, Murray, no tears. I'll be back. Mm. Now, here's the elevator. Let's go. Just you've uh, both been briefed on the mission. Who needs briefing? We've flown the same mission every month for two years. You've seen one satellite salvage, you've seen them all, right, Em? Well, it's hardly my idea of a glamorous final mission. No spine-tingling danger, no chance for heroics. I know that's your style, Emmett, but try not to pull any stunts this trip, okay? Yeah, this is it. Level 20. Boy, the view from up here is always spectacular. What a day. It's so clear. You can see Jacksonville. You know, whenever I'm up here, I feel it. Hey, Molly, look. Look down there. What? It's her. She's here, right at the base of the launch tower. Emmett. Uh, uh, Murray, help me. What happened? Emmett's frozen up. Uh, give me a hand. Uh, uh, get him back. Uh, away from the, from the railing. Uh, Emmett. Uh, Emmett, answer me. I'm... I'm okay. What happened? Oh, I, uh... I had a sudden flash of vertigo. Imagine an astronaut afraid of heights. <laughs> now listen, if you're not well, I'll abort this mission right here and now. No, 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 Murray, don't abort. I'm fine. I just, I just need to sit down. It's... Wally, uh, help him on board the ship. <sighs> just climb in your seat, Emmett. Did you say, oh, Wally? Now shut up! I've got to smooth Murray out, or he'll scrub the lift off. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Wally. Come out here. He's all right now, Murray. What the heck is going on here? 
It's just nerves. It's his last flight. He's he's a little jumpy. You sure that's all it is? He'll be fine. Now, once we get into orbit, he'll he'll unwind. You better be darn sure of that. Fifteen minutes to launch. All personnel clear the tower. Dolly, keep an eye on him. Don't let him do anything dumb. Yes, sir. Don't worry. But you didn't see her at all, Wally. Now, Emmett, let's be logical. This is a high-security area. How could anyone even get in? I don't know. I don't know. I only know that what I saw is real, Wally. I can feel her presence. Somewhere, sometime in my past, I've seen her before. And now she's come after me. For what purpose? I can't imagine. A beautiful woman of unknown origin. Flaming red hair. Fabulous figure. And a penchant for the mysterious. Too good to be true? Remember, one man's dream can be another man's nightmare. For Commander Emmett Rockwell, retiring astronaut, this woman is a specter of doom. Who is she? We'll check her references in Act Two. One of the most... Astronaut Emmett Rockwell insists he's being pursued by a beautiful woman. His co-pilot, Wally Bruder, thinks she's a phantom, a trick of the mind. We all have secret fears, our own inner demons. The question is, should we flee from such demons? Or should we confront our ultimate fears head on? For Emmett, this is a new experience. Until now, he has neglected his inner self, focusing his attention instead on the external world and his busy career. Our orbit is stable, Wally. Lock the controls into the computer. Will do, Emmett. Computer is locked. Hey, you can let go of the controls and enjoy the view now. Yeah. Looks so peaceful from up here. Better enjoy it. This is your last look at Earth from this angle. Yeah, I'm lucky to get a last look the way I carried on down there. And, uh, thanks, Wally, for covering for me. <laughs> Don't mention it. I have to tell you, though, I, uh... I don't buy your theory. What theory? That it was a common stress reaction, a case of nerves. It's the only explanation that makes sense. Now, the fact remains, I saw that woman standing at the base of the launch tower in broad daylight. I was wide awake and completely calm. She was real. Emmett, let me explain. Now, something's bothering you, so your mind, your uh, subconscious, gives the problem a name and a face. When you're asleep, it's called a dream or a nightmare. When you're awake... It's an hallucination. Wally, I can feel her presence. Now, how do you explain that? Oh, man, you are really spooked. Uh-oh, there's the radio. Murray's going to want a status report. Are you okay to yeah, talk? Yeah, sure, I'm okay to talk. Now, this is Shuttle 27 acknowledging transmission. Come in. 27, this is Mission Control. Murray here. Beautiful launch. Everything okay? All systems are go. Nothing to report. Good. Should rendezvous with that satellite in about five hours. Check. Uh, one minor item. Uh, the gross weight figures on takeoff show you guys are a little heavy. We're overweight? Yeah, by about 130 pounds, to be precise. Well, that's a new one. 
Now, maybe the last crew left some equipment on board. Uh, you might check out the storage lockers. Will do. Uh, but I should tell you, Emmett, we have our own theory down here. Oh? Now, what's your theory, Murray? Well, the guys figure you've got a girl aboard to, uh... <laughs> to celebrate your last flight. The girl. Emmett? Uh, you still there? Captain Wally Bruder here. Uh, we'll, we'll check it out, Murray, and get back to you. Roger, 2-7. Transmission concluded. Now tell me that wasn't a nervous reaction. Murray makes a little joke and Did you... Did you hear what he said? A girl. Now what if she... Emmett! Snap out of it. We're thousands of miles away in space. We are alone. There's nothing here. Or here. And that's it, Wally. I've gone through every storage compartment we've got. Nothing in the cargo bay either. Now, how could we miss 130 pounds of equipment? Well, maybe Murray miscalculated. Huh. All right, let's try the airlock. Oh, am at the only place we haven't looked. But it's just a cubicle. It doesn't have any lockers, just a seat for... Oh, come off it. <laughs> you don't... All right, give me a hand with the hatch. Boy, this is a waste of effort. It's a... Good day, gentlemen. Oh, who are you? How, how did you get... I'm called Luna. I'm a friend of Emmett's. Now, you know I'm not crazy, Wally. She is real. How did you get past security? No trouble at all, really. Oh, you've got trouble now, lady. Stowing away on a space shuttle flight is a federal offense. That doesn't concern me. I am here for Commander Rockwell. But why? Why? What do you want with me? Think back, Emmett, to your first mission. Your very... First space flight. Well, that was 18 years ago. How would you know anything about it? That is where we met. Don't you remember? You had a vision. This is crazy. Emmett, uh, she must have overheard us at breakfast. Or else... Or else she's reading my mind. I recommend that we lock her up and keep her under surveillance. And we radio report to mission control. Yeah, yeah, I suppose we should. Stand back, ma'am. I'm going to shut this hatch now. Just think back, Emmett. All those years ago. She's a spy, Emmett. A saboteur. She's done her homework on you. Probably knows your life story backwards and forwards. Let me ask you something, Wally. Do you remember what happened on my first flight? Well, I, I remember it was a big deal on the news. I was just a kid then. I was in a small capsule alone in Earth orbit. The night before I was supposed to land, I... I had a power failure. Yeah, that's right. Your uh, computer went out. Yeah, and I had to bring the ship down manually. Everybody figured you'd turn into a fireball when you hit the atmosphere. Yeah, I was really terrified. I didn't expect to make it. But you brought her in perfectly. Like you've been doing it all your life. That's <laughs> what so got me hooked on space. Yeah, but that's, uh... That's not the whole story. What do you mean? When my computer burned out, I still had another 12 hours in orbit before re-entry. I had a lot of time to think about it, to worry myself. So? So that night, all alone up there in that darkened capsule, I had this dream, this visitation. A woman's voice told me I'd be protected, watched over, and I'd land the capsule safely. Now, 
obviously, that was a hallucination caused by my anxiety. But it gave me the confidence I needed. But what has that got to do with our friend downstairs? Because she knows about it. Well, that's why I say she's a spy. Somehow she got access to the ready room while we were eating breakfast. She overheard us talking. Now she's, she's trying to psych you out. Now, Wally, I've got to find out. I'm going downstairs and talk to oh, her. Oh, we'd better report it first, Emma. No. No, Murray will just abort the mission. This is my problem. I've got to face it alone. But she could be dangerous. Just watch me on the monitor. If it looks like I'm in trouble, you come on down. Okay, Luna, you can come out now. You've decided to trust me, Commander. Now look, let's get something straight. I'm here because I want some answers. Of course. My partner, on the other hand, is aching to lock you up and throw away the key. But, Emmett, you know all the answers. Try to think back. Now, look, I've racked my brains. I just don't remember. You, you have buried the memory deep inside. We must pull it out. Perhaps I should use the mind lock. Oh, is that another one of your little tricks? The mind lock is quite powerful. It will allow our thoughts to mingle. If you cooperate, it will trigger your deepest memories. You mean I've got to trust you if I want to get to the bottom of this, huh? Yes, Emmett. You must trust me. Well. Okay, if it'll explain who you are, let's do it. But I'm warning you, Luna. Don't you try anything. Wally is watching us on the monitor. Don't worry. Just close your eyes. And try to relax while I stroke your forehead. Let the years roll back. It is 18 years ago. Your first mission. You are alone in your space capsule. Describe what you see. The capsule is very small. It's dark. I'm shutting down the controls. And I'm getting ready for sleep. But wait. What's happening? Something's wrong. My instrument panel just lit up like a Christmas tree. And I see a face on the view screen. Go on, Emma. Describe it. It's a woman. It's you. You're saying that you're a friend. A traveler from far away. You want to talk. You want to help me. And do you believe me? No. I'm thinking this must be an hallucination brought on by stress. Do you need help, Emmett? Yes. Yes, I do need help. My ship is crippled. I have to bring it in manually. I'm afraid I won't be able to do it. I'm afraid I may die. And do I offer to help you? You offer to make a deal. Yes. You will unlock my mind. Your thoughts will become one with mine. You will guide me, give me strength, confidence. And what do I ask in return? You want me to make a promise in exchange for giving me this heroic streak in my personality. I must agree to return with you to your home when I retire. It's a little like Faust. I will lead a charmed life, but I'll give you my soul. And what is your decision? 
I decide to accept your offer because... Because you believe in me? No. Because I know it'll end the hallucination. I learned that in my training. That's enough. You may return to the present. You see, Emmett? You remember it all. I remembered a dream I had 18 years ago, so what does that prove? I was in your dream, and I'm here now. How do you explain it? The whole idea is preposterous. Now, you've planted some sort of hypnotic suggestion in my mind. Wally's right, you're some kind of saboteur, and this is psychological warfare. You know that's not true. The explanation is very simple. I am of a superior intelligence, not of this Earth. Not from Earth? I am Luna Exlala, from the planet Argon, of the star Sirius, 8.7 light years away. But that's... That's fantastic. You're an extra terrestrial. Or you are extra Argonian. It's all on how you look at it. Oh, that's incredible. Now, that would explain your mental powers, your influence over me. All right, miss. Hands off the commander. Wally, did you hear I what she... I heard the whole thing on the monitor. She's got you mesmerized, Emmett. You don't believe me, <laughs> Captain? Luna from Argon, come on. Your act has gone on long enough. I'm placing you under arrest. I'm sorry, but I cannot allow that. Now, Wally, Wally, please. Everything's under control. I'm sorry, Emmett. I'm going to override your judgment on this one. Come on, lady. Into the airlock. All right, Wally. I'm still commander of this ship. Right now, you are in no shape to run this ship. I'm taking over your command according to emergency procedures. Okay. Let's go, lady. Through the hatch. I warn you, Captain. You will force me to employ the Argonian mind lock. You just keep your hands at your side. The mind lock does not require contact. Uh, uh, my head. She's inside my... Uh. What have you done to him? It's called psychokinetic thought seizure. All right, so you proved your point. You do have superior mental powers. Is this what you intend to do with them? Cripple my crew? No. I intend to collect on that promise of yours, Emmett. I'm taking you back with me to Argon. So, Luna plans to collect on an old debt. The amount owed is considerable. It's Emmett's life, payable on the day he retires. But Emmett is not anxious to pay up, and so he's got to think fast. Can he bargain, negotiate, or otherwise escape from his commitment? We'll find out in Act Three. Hello. The universe is vast and doubtlessly holds more wonders than heaven and earth, to paraphrase Shakespeare. One of these wonders is intelligent life. Scientists are obsessed with the discovery of new life forms. But suppose alien beings find us first. Will they introduce themselves to the world? Or simply take a few of us back for observation? Or worse. It seems that Wally and Emmett's fate may be the latter. And with Wally out of action, their future seems to lie in Emmett's hands. Wally, come on. Come out of it, man. What's going on? Right here, take some oxygen. It'll wake you up. Oh. Mm, that's better. I really can't back there, didn't I? Oh, you collapsed. Remember how it happened? 
We were searching through all the storage lockers. And? And we found, um... Um, whatever, whatever it was we were looking for, right? Um, you tell me. Oh, I'll tell you the truth. I, I'm not sure what we did find. I, I've gone completely blank. Any pain? No, I, I just... <sighs> I've got this weird feeling like, like my mind's been unplugged. And that's uh, absolutely all you remember. Yeah, that's it. You don't have to report this, do you? No, no, no reason to, really. Oh, good. It's a fair exchange, then. I, I covered for you on the launch pad, and now you can return the face. Now, wait a minute. You do remember what happened this morning? Well, of course. Uh, you had a dizzy spell. Thank the saints you didn't black out. Now, can you remember what caused it? Sure. You couldn't handle the idea of retirement. Wally, you don't recall my mentioning a red-headed woman? A redhead? Yeah, the one from the party last night. You got a new girlfriend you didn't tell me? I told you all about her, Wally. Remember, you thought she was a spy. Oh, I'm sorry, Ann. You must have cooked this one up in your sleep. You don't remember what knocked you out? My mind's a total blank. What did happen? You were... You were, uh... A little dizzy, I guess. And, uh... You passed out. Hmm. Probably that freeze-dried food they give us. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's probably all it was. Comes with the job. Mm. Which reminds me, I'd better have a look at that radar. We should be closing in on that satellite by now. Yeah, that's a good idea. You monitor the satellite. I'll go below and start prepping the cargo bay. Okay, you can come out now, Luna. You are ready to talk to me, Emmett? Now, what did you do to Wally? Now, don't panic. I did Wally a favor. He has no need to remember me. This affair concerns us very alone. Neat, very, very neat. And just what is your plan? To spirit me away and have Wally forget I ever existed, too? Emmett! Emmett, I got the satellite in view. I'm bringing the shuttle up alongside the beast, then I'll come down to give you a hand. Now, Roger, Wally. Okay, now, listen when Wally comes down here, I'll get rid of him somehow. I'll get him outside the ship. And then you and I will settle this business once and for all. You got the cargo bay doors open yet? Yeah, yeah, Wally, they're open. Good. We're sitting right next to the satellite. You can holler in any time. Yeah, we, uh... We got a problem here, Wally. The, uh... Mechanical arm isn't working. The manipulator? You sure? Well, maybe... No, I'm gonna... sure. I'm sure, Wally. It's definitely broken. Without the arm, we can't very well grab onto the satellite now, can we? Yeah, well, uh... We'll have to do it by hand. By hand? Yeah, one of us will have to suit up and go outside. I will attach a cable to the satellite. And pull it on board with the winch. Right, right. We'll, uh, reel her in like a big game fish. Huh? Okay. Now, uh, let's get you into a pressure suit. Now, why, uh... Why don't you suit up, Wally? I think I'll, uh... I'll let you go out there. But this is your last chance for a space No, 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 no. I've had plenty. You go this time. You can use the practice. Mm, okay. It's your decision. Okay. Now, let's see you run through the procedure. Uh, I'll float out of the airlock, then push off toward the satellite. Right. Make sure you anchor your lifeline first. Oh, sure. Uh, then I'll float out about uh, 75 yards. Right. With the winch cable in hand. Winch cable, right. I attach it to the satellite. And that's the tough part. You'll have to watch. Emmett, I know what to do. You trying to jinx me or what? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, just want to make sure it goes smoothly. Look, you can go yourself if you think I'll follow. No, 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 you go. I, I, I'll have my hands full in here. 
I've never seen you so cautious. Well, it's a risky job. You just watch yourself. Shuttle to remote one. Radio check. Reach you loud and clear, Amos. I'm about uh, 50 feet out on my lifeline. I'll call you again in 10 minutes. Roger. Out. So, we're alone. Shall we talk? I didn't hear you come up. I've been right beside you all along. I just made sure you couldn't see me. You uh, obviously have enough skills to do whatever you want. Why not just overpower me? I can't force you to come to Argonne. That would be morally wrong. You must act of your own free will. Morally wrong? After what you've done? What do you mean? Now, you've played around with my life as though I was a character in some play of yours. You exaggerate. Well, just think about it. You've tampered with my thought process. You've modified my personality. Your personality is intact? And you've completely warped my motivation. I've always wondered why people expect me to be heroic. I was never a man of action. I was always more of a, of a thinker. That is true. It was true. Until you came along and got me to make this, this bargain with you. Now, your influence has made me into some sort of a macho swashbuckler. I never made you into anything. I don't have that kind of power. True, I've helped you, but only by encouraging your natural potential. You've always wanted to be daring and a hero, and so you have been. How do you know what it is I want? Your subconscious, Emmett. All your secret desires are locked in there. I've just helped you bring them out. And you think that's morally right? Where I come from, the highest morality is self-improvement. To leave yourself undeveloped, unformed, and ineffective, that is immoral. I might have done things differently. I might have... I might have married, had a family, a home. You can still do these things. On Argonne? Is that it? That's what I'd hoped. Ah. And just what is that like? Some crazy place with a green sky and two suns and odd little creatures running around? No, thanks. No, I'm not going to go to a strange planet and sit in some cage and be the man from Earth. No, I'll take my chances here, even if it means 40 years on the front porch of the retired astronaut's home. Well, you paint a bleak picture of your... Emmett! Emmett, come in! I've got trouble! Wally, I forgot all about him. Yes, Wally, what's wrong? I've snagged my air hose. I think I've cut it. Are you losing air? I can't tell you. I think I might be. Okay, kid, hang on. I'm suiting up right now. You see, Emmett, more heroic. Now, this is all your fault. I sent Wally out there so we could have a showdown. And now, look. Is this your doing? My doing? Well, sure. Sure it is. You've caused an accident out there to get me outside the ship. That's it, isn't it? I wouldn't say I caused it. Let's say I allowed it to happen. Well, you use your powers to save him, Luna. Don't let him die out there. I'm sorry, I can't do that. It's up to you to rescue him. You will find that this rescue will work out for the best. No, there's no time for that. I'm bringing the air out to you. Now, you hang tough. I'm on my way. Where are you, Ham? I'm drifting toward you on your blind side. My oxygen gauge is on zero. I'm fading. All right, reach out with your left arm. I'll put the air canister right into your glove. Here it is. Grab it. I can't see... My vision's blurred. Shut up. Just attach your air hose to that canister. Oh. Oh, that tastes good. 
Oh. Oh, a few more seconds. I... Emmett. Emmett, you haven't got a lifeline. What? I must have forgotten to attach it. I was in such a hurry. But without a line, you'll, you'll drift out into space. Quick. Try to reach for me. Hold on to me. I, I can't reach. Oh, it's too late. I'm drifting beyond your reach. I'll, I'll get back to the ship and pick you up. Now, my oxygen won't last long enough. But I can't just watch it drift off. There's nothing you can do, Wally. I finally got myself into a jam I just can't get out of. Emmett, you, you didn't actually plan this. Not exactly. I guess I, uh, I let it happen, huh? All your fear of retirement. You just couldn't stand the idea of returning to Earth as an ordinary mortal. I guess not. I've outlived my usefulness, Wally. This is an appropriate fate. You saved my life. And you are going out just like the legend you are. Don't get mushy. And do me a favor. Yeah, sure. Anything. When you get back... Don't follow in my footsteps, okay? I can't promise you that, Em. But the radio's fading out. So long, Wally. Goodbye, Emmett. May the Lord be with you. Welcome aboard, Emmett. You can take off your space helmet. The atmosphere in my ship is identical to yours. Now you picked me up just in time. My air just gave out. But this is not nearly as dramatic as your rescue of Wally. He'll return to Earth and tell them the tragic story of how you died, bringing him that canister of air. You'll be a national hero all over again. Yeah. Yeah, your plan worked out just perfectly, didn't it? How'd you keep this ship hidden from us? Now, wait, don't tell me. You used your superior powers. And lucky for you to be snatched out of deep space. Right. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. All right, what do you plan to do with me now? Well, now that you're officially retired, you can return to Argonne with me. Well, I'm not exactly thrilled by that prospect. You'll be the first Earthling to leave the solar system... And travel to another star. I should think you'd be excited about the adventure ahead. What adventure? Being examined and probed by a bunch of Argonian scientists? Oh, you have the wrong impression, Emmett. I'm not taking you back as a specimen. I'm taking you back as a man. I fail to see the difference. Well, let me explain. My world is a sad place. We have no real men there. We have the elders, very old men, but no reproductive, fertile males. Long ago, genetic engineers caused a terrible accident. And no natural children have been born on Argon for nearly a century. Only laboratory babies. That is why I journeyed to Earth to bring back a man. You want a home. A family, a wife. You told me these things. Yeah, well, sure, but that was back home on Earth. But Argon will be your new home. I'll make a good wife. But that's impossible. 
Well, we're, we're from two different worlds. We're very compatible. We are both humanoid species, and we're based on the same organic chemistry. Oh, believe me, I've researched it. That's why you were chosen. Chosen? Chosen? Just listen to yourself. It sounds like I'm an animal being groomed for breeding. You make me sound so cold. I am a very romantic person by Argonian standards. Yeah, well, not by my standards. But you must remember I've spent quite a lot of time allowing my mind to mingle with yours. And I've become very attached to your thought process. On your world, you would say I am in love with you. Well, that notion will take some time getting used to, I suppose. Yes, but you will get used to me. And as your mind develops, you will grow to love me. This will take some getting used to. And what's that? The guidance computer. We're nearly finished our last orbit around Earth. We must prepare for the trip to Argon now. I don't see any controls. How's this thing powered? By thought projection. I wear this helmet and... I just concentrate on my destination. What an amazing concept. I don't suppose you could give me a lesson. Well, of course. Here, put on this helmet. Who knows? I... I may have a whole new career as an astronaut on Orcon, huh? You just may. Now, picture yourself under tangerine skies. Imagine pale green clouds. So, Emmett may not have to retire after all. And it looks like he'll be enjoying domestic bliss, far away from the magnifying glass of public life on Earth. I suspect many celebrities would jump at the chance to retire into a completely new and anonymous life. And as for Luna, more about her after this. There are theorists who believe that when we finally encounter alien beings, they will not have journeyed from the stars, but rather crossed over from parallel dimensions or slipped through warps in time. Some even suggest these beings will be generated in our own minds. Our only hope must be that they will be as benign and wise as Luna, for there is no guarantee that these creatures are not already among us. Their sights set upon you or me. And as for their purpose, we'll just have to wait and see. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Russell Horton, and Marion Seldes. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.